The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are here for another NFL edition of some off-season prop betting, some player prop betting. We're going to dig into some um, quarterback props that our presenting sponsor, WinBet, has posted on their books. We'll also discuss um, some more player prop markets with quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs on who's going to have the most passing yards, who's going to have the most rushing yards, and who's going to have the most receiving yards this upcoming NFL season. And here to help me break it down is my main man on the West Coast. Had the pleasure of meeting this gentleman last week in Vegas. It's my main man, the prop god, Dan, 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 Titus. How you doing, (laughs) my man? What's up, dude? Um, Doing great. Great meeting you as well. And uh, Scott and and Terrell, just a dope trip to Las Vegas. And uh, we didn't lay down any NFL futures, but we probably should have. But uh, yeah, yeah, now's a good time to start talking about. I know we hit up the rookies the last time we talked about it, it took a lot of unders. So I'm curious to see which direction we go here for the quarterbacks. Um, We do have some probably the four. eh, You could argue the We'll say four of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now have yeah. lines posted on win bet. So it's going to be a good discussion about, you know, which way we're going to go in with these guys. Yeah. Win bet over there uh, has uh, Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, yardage, uh, passing yards, sorry, posted uh, on their books over there along with their uh, passing touchdowns. So we'll, we'll dig into that. And like I said, we'll also discuss uh, quarterbacks, who will we think will have the most passing yards? Same thing with running backs, uh, rushing yards, and then wide receivers, uh, who we think will have the most receiving yards. But Dan, uh, before we dive into it, some uh, news the, this morning that comes out that Ryan Fitzpatrick and I believe Frank Gore both retired uh, yeah. as of today. Uh, two legends uh, of the game, one a journeyman. Uh, we, we, we had, uh, well, I had Ryan Fitzpatrick under on his uh, yardage last season. That one for cash fairly easily, but man, uh, any thoughts on those two guys retiring on the same day here, uh, as of June 2nd, man. Um, I mean, Fitz Fitz magic. I, I think it just honestly just fizzled out, you know, his last year, he would have been a, a really solid quarterback for the Reds or for the formerly the Redskins, now the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got hurt, you know, before the preseason. I know you cashed that uh, that ticket pretty early. Yeah, um, that one didn't get voided. So he got hurt the first game of the season, wasn't it? I think it was the first game. Let me look. It yeah, up yeah, yeah. Because because you would have voided if you if he didn't. So yeah, you know, I think you know at his age, man, he's damn near forty now. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to hang it up. He'll probably be a coach in the league, uh, very well traveled one of the best backups that we've seen over the last decade. Um, 
from Harvard. So, you know, yeah. much respect to him and his beard. I know as a fellow bearded guy yourself, <laughs> I'm sure you have some respect for, for Fitz and what he had there, but, um, yeah, uh, happy for him to, to even extend his career out as long as he has, because I don't think anyone really gave him a shot. Um, but then Frank Gore, Hall of Famer, man. Um, yeah. It's a shame Rod couldn't join us today. I know he would have probably would have had a lot of good things to say about Frank Gore and what he did for that San Francisco franchise. But um, yeah, Frank Gore is probably the, one of the more unheralded running backs that we've seen of our generation. Just a guy that continued to just play a lot of yards, um, touchdowns. I mean, never overly flashy, man. But um, yeah, I think Re- Frank Gore also de- demands a lot of respect. And I think from his peers in general, he was always a good dude. I'm um, always willing to mentor, take off spell plays for other young guys. And um, just a really tremendous career for a guy that, you know, had no knees, honestly. Yeah. You know, I don't think many people expected Frank Gore to have this big of a career for as, as injured as he was in his, in his uh, college years and early in his se- in his career. So uh, props to him. And also one, one last thing, um, mm-hmm. really unfortunate news in, in, in hearing that Marion Barber passed away yeah. um, at only 38, dude, he was a, a beast, man. He was, he was Marshawn Lynch before Marshawn Lynch. And, um, you know, he was just a very violent runner, loved the way that in the style that he played, but hopefully, you know, there wasn't anything too traumatic that happened. Um, but yeah, just, just really a disappointment and a very sad. So a uh, shout out to his family and, and Cowboys nation. I don't really say that often, but, uh, Marion Barber was definitely a really cool and, and really exciting player for his time in the NFL. Yeah, definitely uh, sad news out of uh, Dallas about Marion Barber, man. Uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, thoughts and prayers to, uh, prayers to his family and friends out there, man. Just just devastating, devastating news uh, out of uh, Dallas and and uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, man. Uh, but yeah, um, Frank Gore, you, you talked about it, man. He finished his career with exactly 16,000 rushing yards right on the dot uh had close to 4000 uh receiving yards as well in his career close to 500 receptions um definite definite hall of famer in my book there's no question about it uh dan but uh yeah just going back to ryan fitzpatrick point he did get hurt in the first game of last season um we finished i think three of six uh for only 13 yards but man this guy was a lot of fun to watch Right, especially at the tail end of his career when he was with Miami and all those crazy comebacks that he did have, uh, he finishes his career with almost thirty-five thousand uh, passing yards. Um, again, you know, th- th- definitely appreciate the beard. Definitely a guy that's going to be <laughs> a guy in the drip squad, man. There's no doubt about that. Uh, oh yeah, he, oh yeah. This guy was a lot of fun to watch, but uh, you know, wish him well. <clears throat> Sorry, both guys in uh, what they want to do uh, in life after football. I'm sure they'll be uh, involved in football in some way. Um, anything else, Dan, for those two guys? No, man, it's a crazy day, man. Yeah. We're getting old. The fact that uh, <laughs> Frank Gore's finally retiring, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. We're, we're June now. Before we know it, we're going to be talking about training camp. Preseason's already yeah. going to be here. So we're right in the midst of you know getting ready for football season. But all right, let's just dive into it, man. Uh, we'll start with the quarterbacks here. Like I mentioned, WinBet has four guys, uh, the four quarterbacks listed with their passing uh, passing yards and uh, touchdown passes, uh, projections for this upcoming season. Let's start with the first quarterback on the list. We'll start right there, man. Deserving so the GOAT, uh, Tom Brady. Right now, WinBet has him listed at 4,500 passing yards for the upcoming season and 35 and a half, 35 and a half passing touchdowns for the upcoming season, Dan. Um, Last season, 
it, it was just crazy to see what Tom Brady did. He threw for five. This was last year was his 22nd year in the league. He was 44 years old. He's going to be, I believe, 45 this upcoming season. I believe he turns 45 on, yeah, August 3rd. So before the season, he's going to be 45. But the two two things that kind of stuck out to me while I was uh, looking at Tom Brady's numbers, number one, obviously, was the passing yards last season. 5,316 passing yards, 43 touchdowns, both of those categories career highs the last time he even got close to 5,000 yards was again in the previous season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 4,633 passing yards but I think the one thing that really stuck out to me Dan was at 44 years old in his 22nd year in the National Football League 719 pass attempts for Tom Mm -hmm. Brady the closest that uh the next uh, the Closest year or the number of pass attempts to that was you have to go all the way back to 2012, where he had 637 pass attempts, where he was about 36 years old. Fast forward about eight to nine years later, my man over here, 719 pass attempts for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But let's start with the uh, passing yards here, Dan. Over under, what are you thinking here for Tom Brady, man? You know, it's... It's it's hard for me to wrap my head around taking the under here. And it's only it's not I mean, I just can't bet I can't bet against Tom Brady to not throw for forty five hundred. He's only done it seven out of twenty two seasons, but like mm-hmm. if you look at the recent the last several years, you know, his volume has is just been crazy. Yeah. Um you know, he led the NFL, as you said, in passing attempts. He also led it in passing completions at 485, mm-hmm. which is by far the most in his career. And the only other time, I mean, that I've seen. Oh, so this is the second time he's actually led the league in pass attempts. He did it also in 2017. But, you know, he's gone over this uh, this line of 4,500 in three of the last five seasons. And I don't know, man, even though Chris Godwin isn't there and we don't know the status of Gronk. I feel like this offense with Brian Leftwich, you know, still maintained there as the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think there's a very good chance this offense doesn't change that much. And we're going to find, they're going to find ways to just make Tom the, the focal point of the offense, right? Like Lenny Fournette read up, which I think is going to be great, but mm-hmm. he's also a pretty good pass catching back. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, you know, they added Russell Gage. They still have Mike Evans, who I think they have a really good rapport. I don't see Brady slowing down here. So 4,500 seems like a pretty, that's like the highest I would go for the over. Um, and I think that we're getting it at a good time in June. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes up. You know, maybe they acquire another player. Um, maybe we get another update on Chris Godwin and his status and when he might be able to return midseason from that ACL injury. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I like Brady to go over this this number here. I don't think that the the offensive scheme has not changed, uh, only the personnel. But we've seen him do more with less uh, in the past. So yeah, I like Brady going over this. Yeah, I, I mean, let's not kid ourselves, Dan. I, Gronk is going to be back. He's going to be back for <laughs> for this team. As long as Tom Brady is the quarterback, he's going to be back. 
Um, he hasn't signed a deal with the WWE yet, so yeah. there's a very good chance that he's <laughs> going to be back. And, and I low-key do like the addition of Russell Gage. I know we talked about him a lot last season, and I, I think I had yeah. the over. I think that was one of the losses I had with Russell Gage. I uh, don't sure. quite remember, but you know, they still have Cameron Braid at the tight end position. We talked about they may, you know, uh, Rob will be back for this team. And then, you know, when you still have a stud wide receiver in a number one guy like Mike Evans, who's an automatic a thousand yard rush, uh, sorry, receiver for this mm-hmm. uh, squad. I think that again, I'm not, I'm not betting a, an under against Tom Brady. I know you and I both have preached uh, taking unders on scenes along player props, but I think that we can make one exception or one of the exceptions <laughs> for yeah. Tom Brady on his passing yards, because you know, who knows this may be way his, this season may as well be his last season we see in the pros. Um, and if he does go out on top and they do win the Super Bowl title, I mean, what else does he have left to prove? So I think he's just going to sure. leave it all out on the floor. Sorry, all out on the field. Um, and again, I wouldn't be surprised if I personally think we had this conversation already, but I, I thought he should have won MVP last season um, in the NFL. But again, at 4,500 passing yards, I, there's, I can't make the case for Tom Brady on an under here, definitely taking the over. I know they made the, the, the head coaching change uh, in Tampa Bay with Todd Bowles taking over. We know he's a defensive minded head coach, but it's like you mentioned. So having Byron left, which there is pretty much said like, Hey, Todd Bowles, go worry about the defense and Byron left, which and Tom Brady will worry about the offense. You pretty much have the same pieces returning. I know they don't have Antonio Brown anymore, but I, I think that like you said, Dan, that Tom Brady has done a lot more with a lot less uh, in his years with the uh, New England Patriots as well. So right. I agree with you on the 4,500 over on Tom Brady. Do you have anything else to add to that before we get to the touchdowns? No, let's hit, let's hit touchdowns. All right. So yeah, uh, right now, WinBet has that number at 35 and a half for Tom Brady. Last season, he threw for 43. The season before that, two years with Tampa Bay, he's thrown for 40 or more passing touchdowns. Um, and then if you kind of go back to uh, the times where he was with New England, he did it back in 2015, where he had 36, he had 33 in 2014. But again, this offense is going to be different with Tampa Bay. And like we just discussed with the running, uh, sorry, with the, yeah, the running backs as well, where he has like those pass catching running backs, but also the receivers, the tight ends that they have on this offense. But Dan, what are you thinking for his touchdowns here, man? 35 and a half. Is it too much for Tom Brady or are you taking it over with this as well? Yeah, this one's going to be interesting. Um, I think that we could see something similar to what happened in 2017, where he only had where he, he led the league in passing yards and and attempts, but didn't quite hit that 35 touchdown threshold. Um, mm-hmm. He did go over 40. He's averaging 42 or 41 and a half. Sorry, 41 and a half in the first two seasons with Tampa Bay. Um, but something's got to give here, and I think you know if we got to account for the fact that. Godwin's not going to be there till midseason. Mike Evans tends to play injured a lot, so he might mm-hmm. miss some games. Um, I think we could see some regression here in his touchdowns. And um, so I'm going to take the under 35 and a half. Also looking at the Bucks schedule, um, they got they got a, quite a few tough matchups out of the division. Um, they got the Packers, they got the Chiefs, uh, they got the Steelers, the Ravens, you know, they, they got some the Browns, the Niners, like they, they have some tough opponents here. He's going to rack up a ton of numbers just in the division alone, but it's those out of, out of division matchups that I'm like, uh, I could see those being, you know, maybe uh, they lean on Lenny Fournette a little bit more, or yeah. get some goal line touchdowns or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to factor that in there. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be all rosy for Tom Brady. Um, so I'm going to take the under on that 35 and a half touchdowns. 
Yeah, I think this was the one I was really struggling with with Tom Brady uh, for his uh, touchdowns. And again, like you mentioned, he's done it you know, over his last two seasons where he's averaging 41 and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, um, you know, a large part of that, like you said, it was, you know, Mike Evans and, and having Gronk there as well. Mike Evans, you know, like you mentioned, he, he, he always, at some point it, there's some injury that does happen with him, but regardless of that, he still gets at least a thousand receiving yards and, and the touchdowns do come as well. I agree about the point that you made that, you know, uh, at the goal line situation that they made, you know, handed off to Leonard Fournette here and there. But outside of that, when we look at the opponents that uh, they do face, like you mentioned, out of the division, I think those are uh, some tough opponents, especially with the secondaries that some of those teams do have uh, for this team. Um, anything else for Tom Brady before we move on to the next quarterback here, uh, Dan? Yeah, I would just say, and this is going to probably tie into Aaron Rodgers too, but um, yeah. him and Aaron Rodgers are tied for the most – seasons with 35 plus touchdowns at mm -hmm. six. So okay. he hasn't really done it that much in his career. Yeah. Um, 22 seasons, right? He's playing. He's only yeah. had what six. You said six. Yep. Yeah. 20, uh, 2007, 50 touchdowns <laughs> for Tom Crazy. Brady. Uh, that was a loss year. Uh, I believe so. It had the, yeah, he won that MVP that year too. Um, yeah. He had 4,806 passing yards in that, uh, that season as well. So I'm pretty sure that was the most year. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get over to the next quarterback on the list here, Dan. Let's stay with the guy that you just mentioned, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, obviously, the news, or let me uh, read off the numbers here for Aaron Rodgers, what WinBet has. Uh, they have him listed at 3,850 passing yards and 33 and a half uh, touchdown passes for Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, the big thing that we did discuss on the previous uh, propcast that we did earlier this year. Uh, the loss of Devontae Adams for this Packers offense. And going back to 2020, Dan, Devontae Adams accounted for, I think, 37.5% of uh, Aaron Rodgers' passing yards. And then last season, he accounted for, I believe, right, was close to 30% uh, for uh, Aaron Rodgers. And I know he's had four straight seasons where he's had over 4,000 uh, passing yards. But how much of a – well, let me start with the question for you is, are you going over or under on his passing yards? Yeah, um, looking at their strength of schedule, they have the 22nd easiest schedule um, for 2022. Um, and I think the big thing, I believe you played under Aaron Rodgers' passing yards last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think I took under his um, interceptions last season. Oh, it was his interceptions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I remember his his passing yards was around four. It was around 4,000 last year. And... Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, you know, he's had four, over 40, he's had over 4,000 yards in the last four seasons. Yeah. Um, he's 39 years old. This wide receiving group, as you said, a lot of vacated targets with Devontae Adams gone now. Uh, we now see Christian Watson, first round pick, slide in there along with Sammy Watkins and um, a couple other. Oh, we still got Randall Cobb, too. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of, lot of changing pieces. Alan Lazard still there. 3850 still seems kind of low to me, though. Um, he's pretty much, I mean, he's pretty much guaranteed for 4,000 yards. I mean, even the, he got injured in 2017, but for the year before that, he threw for 4,400. He's only been under 40, uh, 3,800. Uh, sorry, he's only been under 38, over 3,800. Mm -hmm. uh, one, two, like six of the last seven seasons. So like he's pretty much guaranteed to go over 4,000 yards. Um, so at 3850, that just seems too low to me, man. I, I got to go over on that one. 
Yeah, last you're you're kind of discrediting yourself, Dan. Last season, you were the one that had the under on uh, Aaron Rodgers and his number last season, forty five hundred. So I, I think, oh, all yeah. right, all right, word, word, word. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I knew made, one of us did it. <laughs> yeah. So they, they made the adjustment, obviously, on the number with the departure of Devonte Adams. Yeah. Um, again, I, I really did struggle with this one as well. I was leaning towards taking the under on Aaron Rodgers just passing yards. I feel like that you'll see probably the running backs get more involved in the offense this year and especially running the ball. I mean, and that's between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Um, I, again, the, it becomes a trust factor. Does that Tom Brady trust the guys, the receivers that he has on this offense? We know he doesn't really trust young guys, even though they went out and got Christian Watson in the second round, but how much does Randall Cobb have in the tank, like in his legs, right? He's, he's one of the older veteran uh, uh, receivers in this group. Uh, you still have what uh, Alan Lazard on this roster, right? I don't want to doubt him, uh, but I, I think you're right. I think I'm going to, I think this for me, I'm going to wait and see if this number gets closer to 4,000. Uh, as we approach the season, because right now, the, wait, wait till it rises and then take the under. Yeah. And right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that right now at 3850, I think it would be a lean towards the over, but if it does get to around 4,000 or 4,100 passing yards for me, I'd probably take a look at the uh, under, but my question for you was um, how much do you think this is going to affect the offense without Devonte Adams? And, and I think the, the books are making the adjustment with, you know, taking about 650 passing yards away from Aaron Rodgers compared to what he had last season. But do you see them step taking a step back, or do you think that the Aaron Rodgers and the offense will find a way without Devontae Adams? Yeah, I think you're right. You know, I, I think you're right. They're going to lean more towards the run. They drafted A.J. Dillon for a reason. They gave Aaron Jones the bag for a reason. Mm. And, you know, the division isn't very tough. You know, I think that the division actually got a lot weaker um, just with the departure of a few different players and um, pretty much what, what the Packers haven't gotten any worse. They lost Devontae Adams, but I think there's going to be an adjustment period, but I think we've seen that Aaron Rodgers and the fact that they drafted Christian Watson in the first round, like I think that that was a, at least they finally tried to address it. I don't know how good sure. Christian Watson is going to be, but mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's still enough able bodies there that Aaron Rodgers trusts in Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, who kind of emerged last season as a dependable guy. Um, Sammy Watkins, if he can stay healthy, I think is just another person that's a veteran uh, route runner that has pretty good hands uh, for the most part. Uh -huh. um, I do see some of the volume going down, but you know, under 4,000 to me is still a bit low considering he's been in the league for what? 16 seasons. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is, let's see here. Six, yeah, you're right. 16. So he's gone over 4,000 yards in 10 of those. So that's 63%. I, I'm still pretty confident he can get to 4,000. But now if they mess up and try to put it at like 42, yeah. even 41, I would be willing to take the under on that because like last year he threw for 41, one five. So, you know, there's definitely some steady decline here over the last three seasons, but, um, with the absence of Devontae Adams, you got to account for, you know, at least, you know, potentially, I don't know, 60, I would say around, 70 yards a game. Yeah, I would think so as well, because Devontae Adams over the last two seasons, um, 1374 back in 2020 and 1553 last year uh, for this Damn. Packers offense from Aaron Rodgers. And let's, uh, and, and, you know, for Aaron Rodgers, six, as, uh, six out of the last uh, eight seasons, 
he's actually gone over 4,000 or more. And one, that was one season I included where he only played seven games and he had, I think that collarbone injury. Uh, right. Yeah, and you pretty much got to wipe out the first few seasons because he didn't really play much. So yeah. in theory, mm-hmm. he's really done it in 10 out of 13 seasons. Yeah. Uh, and then looking at his passing touchdowns here, Dan, 33 and a half. Last two seasons, he's at 48 and 37. And, I'll, I, and I quickly and I and I keep mentioning Devontae Adams uh, uh, numbers here because I feel like it's something to, to talk about. But uh, 2020, Devontae Adams, 18 touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers, and then last season took a little dip, but he was still in double digits at 11. But overall, last season, 20, uh, sorry, 48 uh, in 2020, and then 37 for Aaron Rodgers as far as passing touchdowns. Um, I mean, if kind of go back um, over the prior to those MVP years, um, since the 20, I'll go back to the 2012 season. So he had 39, 17, 38, 31, 40. He had 16 in the year that he got hurt, but then 25 and 26 at 33 and a half. Which way are you going with this passing touchdowns? I'm going to go under on it. Okay. And I think that's where the Devonte Adams is really going to be missed. He yeah. is the red zone guy. And I think Aaron Jones is actually going to play more of a factor in the passing game. Um, we, I mean, he scored what 20 touchdowns just a couple seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be heavily utilized AJ Dillon, especially by the goal line. Um, but I think you're going to really be missing a top threat there. Someone that can get you 18 touchdowns. I mean, that that's very hard to come by. And I think we're going to see the similar to Brady. I think we'll see the regression there, not having as many sure targets or opportunities, you know, potentially in the red zone here. Um, so yeah, I I'm going to take the under on that despite him going over this in, in the last two seasons. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, you're right that I think this is the area where he's going to miss Devonte Adams because he was a absolutely huge red zone target for the um uh for the green bay packers all right let's keep it moving along here dan uh to the next quarterback on the list let's go with josh allen of the buffalo bills currently win bet has his number posted at 4150 passing yards and passing touchdowns at 32 and a half um josh allen you know he's kind of been that darling of the uh i don't want to say sharp betters but i guess betters of trying to win that elusive MVP and that people that are, you know, trying to get him to win that MVP in this season, he is the odds on favorite to win that MVP. But going back to the last couple seasons uh, for Josh Allen, I'm trying to pull up his numbers here. Let's see. All right. Last season, um, 4,407 yards. And then the season prior to that 4,544 yards. Currently that number, like I mentioned for him, uh, 4,150 Dan, Josh Allen over under his passing yards, man. What do you think? I feel pretty good about taking all Josh Allen overs here because his volume has increased every single year, um, mm-hmm. that he's been a starter, you know, 320 attempts in rookie season, 461, then the 572 and the 646. And I- I'll be honest. I think his receiving room, even, I mean, I think they probably got a little bit better. Um, they drafted, uh, James Cook, who I think, you know, could also catch some passes, the brother of Dalvin. Yep. But then you also have the emergence of Gabriel Davis, a guy that, you know, by the skin of, by the, by the, the last possible moment, he got me that six touchdowns to hit the over on my okay. season long prop last year. So I, I love Gabe Davis, but yeah, I think he's going to emerge. Stefan Diggs obviously got the bag. I think mm-hmm. he's going to have another good season. Um, I think the cliff might be coming up for him, you know, pretty close in terms of like uh peak Stefan Diggs, but 
you know, I, I think the departure of Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley won't matter too much. You know, they got Isaiah McKenzie here, who's been a, a really nice gadget guy. And they also got a, you know, um, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, oh, no, Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder, exactly. Another shorthanded guy that, you know, can ultimately find space in the slot um, and, and, and move the chain. So, you know, I think that they got a lot of nice acquisitions, have a lot of built-in uh, confidence in the receivers that are there. And Dawson Knox, you know, he emerged also yeah. as another uh, solid red zone threat as well as a, a guy that can hit up the seam. I think the, the sky's the limit for this guy. 44.07 last year, 4,500 the year before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 4,100 is too low right now. And I think this is a great number to buy now, um, you know, before training camp and, and more hype builds. Yeah, I agree 100% about uh, what you just said about Josh Allen. I think he really took that leap into not only progressing as a starter every single year um, for the Buffalo Bills, but I think the big thing was when they did get Stephon Diggs as a number one wide receiver on this team, right? If you go back to 2020, Stephon right. Diggs' his first year, 1,535 receiving yards from Josh Allen last season. It took a little bit of dip, but he was still at 1,225 passing yards. But like you mentioned, they added Jameson Crowder. They still have guys, the emergence of Gabriel Davis um, back on this team as well for the Buffalo Bills. So I I would not be surprised if we see Josh Allen be in that range of about 4,500 passing yards uh, this season for the uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, Getting over to his touchdowns right now, the books have it projected at 32 and a half last year. Uh, Josh Allen threw for 36 prior to that 2020 37. I'm leaning towards over in this as well. Again, I think this offense is going to be a well oiled machine, but uh, you're leaning towards over on this one as well for Josh Allen. Dan. Yeah. I I lean over. I'm a little bit hesitant only because of his rushing upside. And so if there's a total touchdowns market for Josh Allen, I think I'd be more compelled to get on that just because he's just such a dual threat quarterback and at the goal line, he is really their goal line back. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I was actually still feel comfortable at 32. I still feel like that's a little bit low considering um, how much we saw Dawson Knox used in the red zone, Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs. Like he's got weapons and yeah. plenty of weapons to get 32. Yeah. I think my buy price uh, would be up to around 34 and a half for Josh yeah, Allen. That's so, fair. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that number around 35 is a good number. Um Last question before we move on to the last quarterback here is, do you think there's going to be a huge effect on this team with the departure of Brian Dable, now the head coach of the uh, New York Giants on the offensive side for them? Are you going to pick up right where they left off? That's a good question. Um, Who is their offensive coordinator? That is a great question as well. Let me look that up for you. Uh, That's definitely going to matter. Um, I don't Uh, think so. So Ken Dorsey. Okay. who is what's up with Ken? Let's see where he was at before. Uh, Ken Dorsey, relatively young guy. Yeah, I'm trying to see where he's. So he coached the quarterbacks of the Carolina Panthers from 2013 to 2018. Um, but let me see if he was where anywhere else uh, prior to coming over to the Buffalo bills here. Let me see. Um, no, it just says he was quarterbacks coach from 2013 to 2018. I don't see. Yeah. I didn't, else. I didn't realize he actually played in the NFL. He played like five seasons as a backup. Yeah. Um, interesting. 
Yeah, he, yeah, with former quarterback and offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, obviously. But over the past couple of years, I think he's kind of yeah, he hasn't really been in the league. Uh, last year, he was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he was he was their quarter, yeah yeah he was their yeah he was their quarterback coach. So I actually I feel pretty good about that. Um, he obviously has a rapport with Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's improved each of the last four seasons, and he's been there for three of those of that time. So. Uh, maybe not all the respect goes or the maybe not all the flowers go to Dable. Maybe it's uh, maybe maybe it's Dorsey, too, which is why he was promoted internally. Yeah. Um, and I love Sean McDermott as a head coach. So if he yeah. trusts in him, I'm buying in. Yeah. So maybe there's a slight adjustment, but, you know, I actually feel pretty good about it. If this was like a, you know, an outsider coming in ruffling feathers that that tends to run the ball or something like that, then I would mm-hmm. be concerned. But um, I, I think those those uh, questions are pretty much. uh alleviated now that uh they they promoted ken dorsey yeah wait what's his name is it ken dorsey yeah ken dorsey yeah oh i know ken dorsey is what the hell am i talking about yeah i was like yeah i remember i was like you know he was at the u yeah i definitely know ken dorsey i don't remember Uh, him being an actual backup in the nfl though i don't think he got any burn but i definitely remember him from the u yeah yeah as a player uh early on his career 2003 2005 he was with the 49ers and then 2006 yeah okay uh, Cleveland Browns, and I believe he had one season in the CFL with the uh, with Toronto. Uh, and Ken since, Dorsey, that's yeah. right. All right, and fair then enough. Since right. then, Panthers uh, quarterbacks coach from 2013 to 2017, and then he came over to the Buffalo Bills in the 2019 year, where he was quarterbacks coach. And then, like I said last season, passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach, now promoted to the offensive coordinator, replacing Brian Dable. Uh, anything else for Josh Allen, uh, Dan, before we get to the last quarterback on the list here? Yeah, curious if uh, you bend him for MVP. Uh, I can't get beyond that six to one, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you. that's tough. I, I think this is this is like a good season for, I mean, not a good season, but I think that he's always going to be in the running for, but at six to one or seven to one, I can't get behind that. And anything north of 10 to one, maybe in the during the season, early on, if he struggles a little bit, turns it on and, you know, for the final games, I could get behind it, but at, at six to seven to one, I can't do it. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, last quarterback on the list over at WinBet. It's going to be probably the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes, at 4,350 passing yards. Um, and also his co- uh, sorry passing touchdowns is listed at 33 and a half, same as Aaron Rodgers. Um, last season for Patrick Mahomes, again, another incredible season for this guy. Ever since he's kind of came into the league here, he's just been on absolute fire. But uh, last season, 4,839 passing yards, 37 touchdowns. He's had four straight seasons of 4,000 or more passing yards. No surprise there. But three out of the last four seasons, he's had passing yards of 4,500 or more for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Dan, obviously, they lost uh, Tyreek Hill in the trade to the Miami Dolphins. Um, but I think... For me, and I, we talked about Devontae Adams' loss with the Packers, but I think in the Kansas City Chiefs offense and the replacements that they did kind of bring in, and you still have Travis Kelsey on this roster, you still have Michael Hardman, you brought in Juju, you brought in MVS. I think they're going to be okay. I think like Tom Brady, I can't fade uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but I, I'm leaning towards the over with with uh, with uh, Patrick Mahomes here on his passing yards. But what say you? Forty three fifty seems modest, right? Like yeah. if they put this at five thousand, that's the only way that I would take an under, or maybe mm-hmm. forty eight hundred actually, um, considering that he got that last year. Yeah. Um, 
4350 to me that just feels that just feels like a steal. So I'm going to take the over on that. Um as you said, the loss of Tyreek Hill is similar to the loss of Devontae Adams, but I think the Chiefs did an even better job than the Packers of of getting more help. And you still got Travis Kelsey there who was probably his number one target if we're really being honest about it. Yeah. Um and then you 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 add Juju MVS who can hit the home run similar to Tyreek, not in the same fashion, but that that's his skill set. Sure. Um, and then you got Sky Moore, who's a rookie that might see yeah. some time. You still got Nicole Hardman's kind of more of a gadget guy at this point, like punt returner. They use him in different ways. But uh, I'm really trusting in Andy Reid here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the key to this offense, similar to Tom Brady. So, you know, there, there's no other person like with that running back room. So uh, turbulent. And inconsistent mm-hmm. to running back by committee. Maybe CEH finally emerges, but they got rid of Daryl Williams. Um, they signed somebody else too. They signed Ronald um, Jones. Oh, right? Ronald Jones. That's right. Yeah. So another like not super reliable guy. Yeah. Um, I think that this is going to be the ball is going to be in Patrick Mahomes' hands. Uh, this is the guy I want to trust in. I have no issue taking the over on forty three fifty. I think that's the right number. That's a great number to get for Patrick Mahomes right now. Yeah, I think this number is a little conservative as as well. I mean, you know, we talked about how the obviously the loss of Tyreek Hill, but I think that more than enough to compensate for the loss of mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill in this offense. Again, like you mentioned, I think that you know, so with Tyreek, uh, sorry, or Travis Kelsey still there. Um, and I think the depth, uh, if you kind of look at the depth, I like the depth better with this receiving group now with yeah. Nico Hardman, with MBS, with Juju, right? And and I think I saw a report, I think yesterday or the day before, where he's like, Mahomes, like, we're going to spread the ball around. You know, it's not going to go to one guy. So, um, and then in the back, you still have, I mean, Josh Gordon is still on this roster. We don't know what you're going to get out of him. But again, like you mentioned, Sky Moore that they drafted. Um, yeah, this season or this year in the draft, I think that's going to only help this offense as well. Um, so we're both on agreement about the passing yards over. Let's uh, wrap up his passing touchdowns here. Uh, 33 and a half. Dan, uh, there's no way I can take an under on this either. Um, he's had a season where he had 50 touchdowns, where he won the MVP. Uh, he regressed a little bit in 2019 where he had 26, but last two seasons, 38 and 37 for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what's your feel on this passing touchdowns here? Oof, man. Um, the lean is over at 33 and a half, but I, I don't want to bet it right now. Um, I kind of want to see what this team looks like and the adjustments that are made. I mean, Eric Bieniemy being back is huge for my confidence in what this offense is going to look like, but I'm just wondering, you know, juju injuries, um, you know, what is the fit going to look like for, for MVS? Mm-hmm. Um, I just really want to know what it looks like, but I'm very interested at 33 and a half considering the last two seasons. I mean, three of the last four seasons, he's gone over this, um, not a huge sample size. Of course, he's only been a starter for four out of five seasons, but, um, I don't think that this offense is really going to be slowed down by anything. Um, I just wonder if the running game gets a little bit more involved, maybe a little bit less emphasis on Pat Mahomes, but it's hard to, to doubt Pat, man. Like you can't. <laughs> his, his volume is so high that, um, yeah, I mean, I might as well take the over on it because if the last, yeah, I mean, 33 and a half just seems too low. If they put it, if they priced it at a 36 or a 35, I probably should have more heartache about it, but 33 and a half. That's, that's too low. He's going to be an MVP candidate yet again. Yeah. And, uh, 
certainly going going to have you know a very good season um with so many weapons around him yeah um Patrick Mahomes second favorite to win MVP um behind Josh Allen at nine to one uh for this upcoming season so um I will take the over on that as well uh anything else for Patrick Mahomes uh Dan no but I think we've this is probably the first one that we've done where we've been primarily over, (laughs) but I think it's the right move because we're talking about quarterbacks. It's a passing league. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. So we'll get back to our under soon enough, guys. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and we're, we're talking about the four of the better quarterbacks or the best quarterbacks in the league too. Right. Right. And I think that we kind of handicapped it where we talked about the roster, the receiving room and what the off season moves have really been for this team. And we kind of look at the stats from these from from the from the past, I think these are like four quarterbacks that you don't want to doubt uh, unless a a, a season-ending injury happens or God forbid, um, you know they're out for an extended amount of time for their team. So, um, right. and like I mentioned with win bet, this uh, this is where you can bet on these uh, quarterback props for this team. And let me tell you guys about win bet, our pre- presenting sponsor. Make sure to get down on wins bet. $50 win $200 promotion where $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, and you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed if a patron wagers $1,000 or more on sports they are eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where played through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And let me also tell you guys about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more uh, two or more players that you like uh, and pick their over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that because it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper app now or... Uh, to play their new over-under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. So make it simple, guys. Just get on your mobile phone and join our listeners group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality 
and recovery and athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Take over to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Last but not least, we're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, ISP, and other prying guys. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick with your, when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, Dan. So we went through four quarterbacks here with um, the odds that are put up by win bet Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. Let's identify one best bet, one ticket that our listeners can get down on this over on win bet. I'll give you the floor first, my man, either a passing yard best bet or a uh, passing uh, touchdowns best bet out of these four quarterbacks. Would you, uh, which one do you like the most? Yeah, I think I like Patrick Mahomes over 4,350 passing yards the most. I mean, he's only had one season that he hasn't gone over at least 4,700 yards. Um, And that year, you know, he still was AP player of the year, Pro Bowl, but he only played 14 games. Every game, every season that he's played at least 15 games, he's cleared this by a wide margin. And, you know, with the offense that he's recently just tooled up with, with the loss of Tyreek Hill, got Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, he's brought in as well as uh, MVS, um, Marquise Valdez-Scatling. Uh, can't even say yeah. his name. Um, I think he's got enough home run hitters with his consistent target threat in, in Travis Kelsey to, you know, well over achieve 43.50 here. That seems too low. I think this is a great buy low opportunity before this market changes for whatever reason. I still don't have a lot of faith in this running back room. I think the chiefs are still going to be heavily uh, reliant on the arm of Patrick Mahomes. And you can see that just by the volume, you know, 580 attempts in 2018, 588 in 2020, 658, last season. The only time he was under that was in that 2019 year. So I think he's going to continue to be very pass heavy. I love this over at 4,350 yards. Yeah. This number is really conservative, man. We were talking about, it. I just liked it. Like I uh, liked it even more and more as we kind of, you know, handicapped it. And it just makes a lot right. of sense. Even with the departure of Tyreek Hill, like you mentioned there that they still have enough tools uh, to really um, 
to compensate for the loss of Tyreek Hill. So uh, definitely I will co-sign that one uh, myself. Uh, for my best bet, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to go with the GOAT to get over 4,500 passing yards. Look, last season, eclipsed 5,000 with <laughs> relative ease. And at the age of 44, for this man to throw the amount of attempts that he had and the completions last season, I, I think that really kind of continues. And I don't need him to be at the production that he had last season where he had 5,300 passing yards. I just need him to get above 4,500. He's done it over the last two seasons with Tampa Bay. I don't see a lot of things changing here. We talked about the loss with Antonio Brown, but I think they have more than enough to compensate uh, without Antonio Brown. We talked about Mike Evans. Gronk should be back with this team. Chris Godwin will be back at some point with this team as well. I think Russell Gage is going to be important for this team as well. And they always have those pass catching backs out of the backfield when we know with Tom Brady was with New England. They have that now with Tom, uh, sorry, with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. We talked about Todd Bowles handling the defense. Byron Leftwich and uh, Tom Brady have the keys to the offense. I think he's going to go out and throw for another, I think, 4,700, 4,800 yards and, and maybe probably go for that MVP at the age of 45. So I, I like it here. Again, this might be the last season, so he's going to leave it out all out on the field for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So give me Tom Brady over 4,500 passing yards as my best bet uh, for the um, this quarterback props that the win bet are offering. So make sure to get down to win bet and just download the app so you could get on these best bets from Dan and myself. Dan, we usually don't give out overs, but uh, <laughs> these, I think these couple just made too much sense for us to kind of pass up and not take the over on. Cause I feel like these numbers are going to creep up as we get closer to the season, man. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I, I totally agree with you with the Tom Brady over. It's just so hard to, to bet against Brady, the goat at this juncture in his career, despite getting older, not much has changed around him. Minus losing Chris Godwin. I think Russell Gage, as you stated, will step into that role, play very well. We haven't had news of Gronk returning yet, but I think it's only a matter of time at this point. Yeah. And with Byron Leftwich still there running that offense, I don't think there's going to be much of a difference in the way that this team performs in 2022 um, with a new head coach in Todd Bowles. 84,520 passing yards for Tom Jeez. Brady. Two years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 9,949 passing yards. Slinging so, it, man. Yep. Slinging it. I think we're just going to see more of that. All right. So that's going to do it for this PropCast NFL edition offseason. Like I said, myself, Rod, and Dan are going to be here all offseason long. We're going to grind through the markets that are, are being released. Uh, fortunate for us, we had the, our presenting sponsor, WinBet, drop some uh, quarterback props here. Next week, we'll have another market that we'll attack uh, with myself, Rod, and Dan. So definitely look out for that. Like I said, we'll be here uh, all offseason long. And before we know it, we'll be doing our division previews and, again, our player prop bets for those divisions. So we absolutely crushed it last season. Dan, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, my man? Now, make sure to check in tomorrow for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Myself yep. and McKee will be handicapping uh, what should be game two and uh, give you a quick recap of game one. Uh, very exciting NBA final series. So make sure you check that out. Continue to tap in to the NBA gambling podcast during this NBA finals. And as well, I know you're going to be, there's an episode coming out tonight for the fantasy show uh, that Rod is hosting. And I know that you made a guest appearance on that. So definitely check that out. I'm sure there's going to be tons of off season content for best ball dynasty, uh, redraft, all that stuff for fantasy, for SGPN. So continue to lock in with us. And uh, yeah, man, follow me on Twitter at Dan Titus. Yep, there you go. Everything Dan just said, echoing everything that he said. Uh, 
NBA Gambling Podcast. Check them out tomorrow with McKee. Uh, we've been crushing the NBA, but we're slowly ramping up for the NFL season. Draft season is right around the corner. And before we know it, week one is going to be here. Dan, thanks so much, my man. We will be back next week. Like I said, good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride.